Welcome to Second Listen, first edition. Uh, we are here with Colin and Hello. Trevor. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Good. I'm doing great. Uh, first album up for debate is going to be Summer of Abaddon by Pinback. Summer in Abaddon. Uh, why don't we get your first initial thoughts, Colin? Yeah, this was my choice for an album this week. Uh, I think of this album as reintroducing myself with melody. That's like, I was listening to things like Billy Talent and Queens of the Stone Age and stuff like that. And and for whatever reason, when I started listening to this, it it just struck a chord with me for whatever reason. And I, it's going to be weird to talk about because it, it somehow has an emotional connection as well. It's it's a pretty innocuous album on the surface. It's it's ten songs that are like very indie rock. There's nothing complex going on musically for the most part. But I, I think it's a, a really good album. It's one of my top five favorite albums, and I'm excited to hear what you guys think because I've it might be hard for me to convey why I like it so much. So, so for those of those of you who don't know who Pinback is, why don't you uh, give a brief explanation of where they're from, what they do, what kind of band it is? Yeah, well, they're musicians is probably what they do. Uh, two guys. It's a, it's a <laughs> it's a two piece. Uh, we have. All, I know we getting this all day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a two piece. Uh, Rob Crow plays guitar and sings, and Zach Smith plays bass and keyboard and also sings. Uh, it's two guys from San Diego. This is their third album, uh, and and it's definitely a, a bit of a stylistic change from the first two, where they went from more more raw to more polished on this. Definitely more poppy on this album. Do you know how many they have total now? Like they have five in total, and I think I think they're on a permanent hiatus right now. So unlikely that there's going to be more as of February 2019. Yeah, I heard the what is that like? The Ball Sag and Hell Sacks, or what is that guy's second band? Oh, yeah, Rob Crow. I, I was looking at this, so I was looking at Wikipedia. Fuck Goblins or something. Goblin like, Cock. Goblin and I also God. saw on his writing credits uh, that his most recent project was called Anal Trump. Which, so. Well, they were both in a bunch of bands in San Diego, too. Yeah, this is not their first band. Uh, Zach was in a band called Three Mile Pilot, which I That's don't know right, too yeah. much about, but I think they're up the kind of sunny day real estate kind of family i don't know if you, you guys are familiar with them but uh and and rob crow is in a band called heavy vegetable admittedly i haven't dug back into those too much i find that both of their musics i i have listened to zach's side project systems officer and rob's side project which is just his name rob crow and i f- i find that they work better together for sure than than alone it, it's it's funny because if you look at interviews or hear anything that they're a part of they seem like the most chill, weird, like yeah, normal they're... guys. And then and then he's in a band called Goblin Cop. Yeah. He does, doesn't seem like the guy that would be <laughs> yeah. in that band. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess great. I guess I'll shoot a question back at you guys. Like tr- Trevor, or what's your history with this band, if you even have one? I mean, definitely the first time I heard about him was from you. And like it was kind of cool that you picked it because I actually hadn't like I feel like you've been telling me since I don't know, since we met or pretty early on to like check out Pinback. And like never, I think I listened to a couple songs and I was like, I was like, yeah, all right, it's it's all right, right? And then like, yeah, I mean, listening to it all the way through, it was nice to have like a, a proper exposure to them. Yeah. And like, I think like 
I mean, even from what I was reading about online, it seems like pretty the general consensus is they have like yeah, the guy's bass players. Cult. It's a bit of a cult following. Yeah, like. they're like they were like biggest on like college radios and yeah, like had a big college following. Sort of like this indie. It was actually I thought it was interesting. A lot of people describe them as pop, and I didn't. Well, and 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 I think they I think it's it's very pop. There's I just think it's it's pop. I, I can't remember where I saw it. Pop if it was from not, one of the band. I think it's it pop that been. doesn't want to go to the pop ear. It's like people think, who listen to pop would not gra- would not gravitate towards them. I don't think. But I think they would. I mean, like I heard it on at the climbing gym a, a couple weeks. Oh, ago. Oh, really? It came on. Yeah, not not a song off this album, but the guy like working the desk must have been tight. Yeah, yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah. Um, and and Miles, so I actually heard about this band from you, and the story I remember is that you it was just some guy at a bus stop that you would talk music with. Uh, well, uh, make a long story short, I went to uh, a friend's party birthday party i met this guy randomly he was actually fucking hilarious like the one of the like i got a man crush over this guy at how funny he was like seriously like straight up uh didn't know anything about him like we left we never got in contact but then we started seeing each other at the bus stop every morning and we had a rule it was a we we talk our talk and talk we'd talk music before but as soon as you get on the bus we plug our headphones in and listen to music and just ignore each other for the whole bus ride which Actually, I, I I respect that, that. I, I respect that. Yeah, yeah because that's like that's the kind of relationship you want with like most people in your life yes, but you're yeah. you're forced into overextending it often yeah but uh the things we discussed was like lots of music beforehand and he he like mentioned pinback so many times and i was like oh yeah okay yeah cool give it a listen give it a listen (laughs) never listened to it and then one day i was like i need something new to listen to i was like what was that band called oh pinback okay i'll I'll look it up checked it out it was like right up as soon as i heard it i was like this has colin written all over it yeah i I just messaged him right i I know that i remember that you uh sender was the song and we'll get into that oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh but it was the same album too yeah, the same album, same about yeah. That, that's think, the this is the first album I listened to out of any pinback. So and I, I and having this. having extensively listened to all five of their albums, this I this is not only the easiest starting point because it's the most poppy, for lack of a better word, certainly the most melodic and easy listening. But it's I mean it's I think it's their best. I don't really think yeah. there can be debate about that. Well, like there can, of course, it's music. It's all yeah. subjective. But this is where their early raw sound meets production essentially yeah. yeah i got that same vibe and it was interest well that's like is it- also shout out to shaheen uh he's doing comedy right now in but fuck nowhere but that guy's hilarious nice right on shaheen keep keep the comedy rolling if you got another album recommendation throw it out yeah throw it out a second listen we're always we're always oh, looking oh, for oh, oh, oh side note he he started a uh, facebook group of diehard pinback people in victoria who try and get them out to victoria as much as possible oh that's great have they done any shows here they they have in the past before we both got into them but yeah 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 and he was the facilitator of that or the felicitator (laughs) (laughs) anyways go on trav sorry but yeah it was interesting reading about so like they mixed and produced all their albums themselves pretty much and like this album the one guy i can't remember who but one of his dads is an architect so we actually got him to design 
a studio probably, for them. Probably a bass player. He's so good looking. I think looking. it's Zach who um, has his name. His actual name is like Arm with Arm right. Armistead, Armistead Burnwell Smith. Yeah. I I meant to write it down, but it's he goes by Zach. But yeah, he's got a super pompous British yeah. name. And but anyways, yeah, one of their dads made them a <laughs> made them a studio, and then they were in one of the interviews I was reading. They were saying that. Uh, yeah, basically, they felt like it made a huge difference on the production. And that that was before this album? That was for this album, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me because, yeah, I, I saw that it's it's still written and produced by them, just Rob and Zach, but it you can tell it's it's made a leap from yeah. the past I actually album. meant to listen to just a little bit of the previous ones just to, like, hear where it came from, but also, like, you know, doing something like that, every time you do it, you, like, learn stuff, right? So coming probably coming yeah. back in for your third time, having an acoustic, like, acoustics makes a huge difference. Like, it's got a bit of a, like, 90s in your face sort of thing but like they, yeah. they they totally make it their own too and now i believe i know they very often use a drum machine i it sounds like there's some live drums to me on this album i definitely heard a drum machine though for sure yeah they they use the drum machine at at points for sure and and that's like a part of their sound who's almost. the guy that do, do you know the guy that tours with them i don't know if you look at their lineup it's like the two guys then like for however many years they've been active there's been like eight or nine people that have like sort of come in just yeah. to like fill roles. A lot of people just for like one year or like one tour. But this guy, he stayed, he was the drummer with them for, I don't know, it looked, I can't, if I remember right, like four or five oh, yeah. or something like that. He looks like he, he looks like he has three kids from four different dads. <laughs> so should we, so should I mean, we get into the album? Yeah, this song one here. Colin, why don't you lead us off? Yeah, first song on the album. I think this is a really, really solid opening track. It's, it's, one of the best songs on the album for me. Uh, I I looked up what Photo Blue was, by the way, because I wasn't familiar with what non-Photo Blue was. It's a shade in which you, like an artist will use it to sketch, but then when the photo is copied, the non-Photo Blue doesn't show up. So uh, the line in the song is crossword filled in non-Photo Blue, which is like the classic pinback lyrical theme which comes up over and over it's just about like detachment and laziness and just despair things like that and it's like you do a crossword non-photo blue and it's like you never did it i think like i I think that um i guess i'm still more talking in general than about this specific song but i think that um i think rob's lyrics are actually they often seem nonsensical but if you look into them there's there's some there's some nuggets here and there that are are really interesting yeah like i i had no idea that's what non-photo blue would ever meant if had you not looked up like and and i'm sure he had that in mind while writing these lyrics because oh yeah yeah because to the average year it's just like oh yeah yeah and 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 melody is definitely always king it's 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 always i think lyrics fitting a melody more than anything um yeah there's there's also i guess just staying on the lyrics there's also references here to like the first line is she's posting all the time but the boards are down it's a burnt out building there's frequent references to online like the last song is called afk which is away from keyboard it's like and you don't hear references like well this this often. album was what this album was what two that 2005 2004 2005 yeah so like when this was youtube was probably just like a couple of years yeah this is very much in like the if it if you're on message boards at this time it's it's like kind of a nerdy thing i would say 2004 for the album. yeah also the fact that this is 
being brought up this early into technology by these guys and and how much worse it's it's become so much worse with that not being in mind when they write these lyrics like that's that's pretty crazy yeah, um, yeah i think it was just a, a theme at that time too like it was a big like everyone was getting internet and shit like i don't know i remember when we switched to like up. dial up yeah <laughs> right it was probably right <laughs> yeah. around that time right like maybe a little bit after that even but like like now internet is just like everybody's on it you know yeah, you got high speed whatever even, but we, like literally internet is not we don't even think of it as a thing because we're so used to it yeah. whereas like dial up my mom picked like, up the phone when i'm game and i'm like yeah, fuck yeah. mom <laughs> yeah. what the heck? that's right yeah. Uh, yeah 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 i didn't even touch musically on this song i yeah. guess i i think this is also just a classic musical pinback song it's a base of bass and piano or keys which is it's yeah. like that's not common and and that's what i think do you know who does the keys is it it's i think zach is all all keys all bass rob's all guitar and they're they're pretty equally trading vocals this is a rob verse zach's on the bridge with the i get the same result is zach uh, but and then they another thing that is happens a lot through this album and this is the first time it happens is they have these single note piano melodies come in usually in like a second chorus or a chorus or a bridge yeah. and it's it's just it sounds like uh like anything that a 10 year old could could play but it always suits the song so perfectly it just adds that extra little emotion like what do you guys think of this song because for whatever reason this song just like is good to me and yeah. and it's yeah. it's tough to describe but you know i think well that two things there's I feel like I have a, a tendency to really like the first song on an album, but also I think, you know, artists obviously really choose, like, obviously they're going to put a song that they think is strong as the first song on the yeah. album, right? So I think there's a little bit of chicken and egg there. But when I, like, this is, it's, if not my favorite, definitely one of my favorite songs on the album. And it was the first one I heard, and I was like, I don't know, there's definitely, I get a definite built to spill vibe out of their vocals. Something about it, just like... Well, it's um, neither. I th- actually, I think Rob's voice is pretty. Zach does not have a perfect voice, but it works, and I think that's similar to it's Doug March, like, where it's like, it's it's a little bit of an acquired taste. Yeah, but it's something about like the way they do backups and stuff, and like I mean, the like notoriously criticized for having low vocals, and like I think the kind of the interesting thing is like. When I started looking, listening, like looking at their actual lyrics a lot, which it's it's hard to pick them out when you no, hear it is, yeah. hear it when you're listening to the album. But when I started looking at them, like while I was listening to the song, I was like, I had kind of the same thing that you did. That like, unless you're able to like see them all in front of you, it's really hard to to gather any sort of like decent meaning other than like, you know, it sounds like they're just kind of saying nonsense stuff. Yeah. You know, or like, or like things that, I mean, this, the things sound cool. And then when you look at like the context of the whole song, you're like, okay, there's some deeper meaning in there too. And exactly what that is, is hard to say, but. But you can tell it's not just jotted. Uh, Speaking of nonsensical lyrics, unless Biles, do you have something to say about Uh, Blue? For me, I, this is not my favorite opening track. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Honestly, like when, when this guy told me to listen to this album, this is my first listen personally did not fit my maybe it didn't fit my mood at the time uh i mean i think you were saying like it's classic like the 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 vocals going back and forth but i, I think there's way better more way more better examples than this that displays what pinback really is and i thought uh i mean it was it was their third or 
fourth album? The third album, yeah. Third album. Yeah, it was our third album. So this, <laughs> I, I was introduced to the third album, but for me, it was not a good showcase of what they really are about. <sighs> Moving on from non-photo blue. Yeah, let's, I, let's go to song two here. Yeah, which is Sender. Uh, and this this is getting the uh, the call and thumbs up for the my favorite song on the album. Uh, I think the song's amazing. I'm glad this was the first song I heard f- from them because it's, it it it's a top three of all time from. For me. Are they gonna say of all the songs you've in your no no no, no. Oh, from shit. from them? I don't have a list for that, but, but this I, is there's two that beat it on this album for me. Okay, well I, I'm interested to hear that when we get there. Um, this song has so much I like. It's a three chord cycle which is uncommon and i know why you have the weird bones for it the, oh yeah so we'll get there in a sec uh <laughs> the the guitar i think does a really good job making the three chord cycle sound natural it, it repeats every six bars and it kind of grounds you whereas if if it's if you're just hearing the the piano three times it just sounds like it keeps going and going and it has no like natural starting point which which i think is awesome it, it's got like yeah it's got like a little hypnosis to it almost there's also really cool synth parts in this song there's like this little raindroppy thing that's in the second verse there's little like swells of in the choruses yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing and then this also just has an amazing musical moment in my mind at the end of the second chorus where like first of all the chorus just is the verse with someone else singing and this is something pinback does a lot where it's it's the same music but they come in with like a melody that's in a higher register or the other person starts singing and it it just makes a chorus from a verse it's i don't know how they do it they just have such a good ear for melody but uh specifically this the second chorus when it's um when it's going into the bridge, the vocals do the same thing. It's still a path that I have lost, but a, a new instrumental part comes in, which is like this killer Zach bass riff where he's wandering all over the fretboard and it starts a new section. It's it's incredible. I, I highly recommend checking it Think out. about it before you even realize it's bass because it's so seamless. Yeah, and, and I guess I should have mentioned at the top that Zach has a really weird style of playing the bass where he's, his fingers are often spanning like six frets on a bass, which is nuts. He's playing a bass line and melody at the same time. It's it's really unique, and I encourage watching him live if you haven't seen it. Well, one thing he does uh, that I, you know, it's not very common, but I've I actually heard on some other stuff recently now that I like really started listening for it. And it's something that I've, I've done on my bass playing and like I really didn't think anybody else did it and I was always kind of weird because I was like does it just sound like shit I don't know it's like he does like bass chords at times oh he plays a lot of chords yeah Yeah. which yeah which is like that's a pretty cool thing and I think they can pull it off because there's two of them right otherwise you try and do that on bass it's just too much it's too thick yeah you know yeah but I mean I thought that was I definitely picked that as something that I really liked about his style and like I think like you kind of mentioned they do kind of play to the song right like they walk that line of like minimalism but like little tasty things that just keep you, yeah. Especially because like there's 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 Royal Blood now and there's uh, Death from Above. Like there's so many bands with the bass being the prominent thing. But this is not technically the prominent thing. Like it's it's just a weird. But it's very often I would say it is the melodic lead of the yeah, exactly song. But, but you don't you would never like whereas Death from Above or. Uh, 
Royal Blood. Royal yeah. Blood. Like you, you yeah. know, you know what's the driving force is just yeah. that. But this is such a, so in the background. That I you... think the difference is like with Deaths from Above and Royal Blood, they use like octave pedals and like distortion yeah, to like, like make guitar. it fat. But like this, where it's like they're they're he's literally yeah. playing it almost like a guitar yeah. at points, right? And that's the honestly difference. like this. This sound reminds me of like a bass, like a, a country guitar, if it was a bass, just like the twang in it, like just because he... Yeah, it's, it's a really unique bass tone. Yeah, I don't know. I actually, do you know what kind of bass he plays by chance? You picked that up at all? I think it is called an alembic. I'm okay. not a gearhead at all, and I might have that wrong. Um, I know they're they're rare, and um, but it, it, it almost sounds like he's playing fretless sometimes. T- to me, well, he's I, just when, everywhere. When I, when, I, when I see him play live, like he's... It's a two-hand workout. Oh yeah, and yeah. To, to be able to sing also, when you're yeah, doing like, that, yeah, too. he's he's looking down while he's singing. Like he's very aware of where he has to. Like he, yeah. he's got to be precise, especially like sometimes he bends the strings, like the chord strings too. Like yeah, for like a bass, that's yeah, crazy. To and even... yeah, I mean, as far as the lyrics on Sender, I I don't get. This is more of a I don't get anything out of these at all. I, it, to me, it's it's nonsense that sounds good melodically to me, it, and I've yeah, I've. I mean, acute angles divide the path that I have walked. Like, it's phrased strangely. I I don't think it means anything, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I don't, like, I'm always, like, really weary to, like, write off a song as, like, not meaning anything. And I think, I think what it, I think, but I think the thing is, yeah, it's all perspective. And, like, I think it is written that it's not clear if he, if the writer did, like, maybe, maybe he didn't really have anything too clear about what he was saying, but, like, I think regardless of if he did or not, it is written in a way that like his what he did have in mind isn't like it's supposed it's, to be a little bit cryptic, right? And that's like a lot vague. of his style. Yeah, intentionally vague. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. And then that's I'd say that's it's a huge also, part of their style too. It's it, like Yeah, it's also one of those lyrics where like you come up you're like, This doesn't mean anything, but it sounds so yeah. sick. Like, well that's that's what I mean. I think it's more about syllabolic flow than Is that a word? I have no idea. Uh, Trevor, I don't know if we ever got your thoughts on this song overall. There's nothing particularly noteworthy, I think, that I haven't already said. Yeah, I do yeah. like... It's funny, when you talk about that part where... The transition to the, the bridge. The transition to the... Where they kind of just like... It's a very, like... Honestly, it's a bit of a weird mixing method they do there. And, like, I, th- I think it does work, but it's just, like, a very apparent, like, crossfade. Like, I don't okay. know. It's not something I feel like I hear very often. And I think that a part of that so, is... So, like, you can almost hear them punching in? Uh, I don't know if they were, like, necessarily punching in per se, but, like, you you hear it as, like, a... Like, I mean, I hear it as, like, a fade-in, right? Yeah. Like, and that's not, that's not a necessarily a bad thing, but it's a bit of a weird... It's not something... I don't think I hear that very often in music. You know what I mean? Like, usually the fade-ins are quick enough that it sounds like it just comes in. Well, and I guess that, that speaks to the... I mean, it's a DIY album, essentially, right? Yeah, so. it is. Yeah, like... And it, that, that, that is the one weird thing about this band, like... I haven't watched too much of them live, like on the internet, and I haven't seen them live. How are they, like, in relation to what their album puts out? Like, worth we're, we're going to, though. We're, we're th- I haven't seen them, so I can't speak to that. I, I'm not a big fan of their live performances that I've seen on YouTube. I think yeah. it's it's just because all of it's so built on melody, any one missed note or. Well, it's like a bedroom kind of album, too, right? Yeah. It's, it's totally a different thing. Like, I'm not saying it couldn't be an amazing experience seeing it live. Like, it very well could be, right? But, like, 
it's different seeing like seeing a band like this live than something that's high energy. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, exactly. I I also oh. prefer high energy live. Like this, you just kind of want to like, stand I can see in this silence, in, like some record store, seeing them yeah. live. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Or a theater yeah. show. Yeah. Even. yeah, or like sick at a festival. You're like sitting at the back, fucking smoking a joint. Like you know, maybe a whoa, whoa, smoking a what? Oh yeah. I, well, yeah, it's we're, more in Victoria, BC. You know, that's hundred percent <laughs> legal over here. Don't know where you listeners yeah. are. Second but. listen from Victoria, BC. Yeah. Canada. All right, let's move on. Let's check out the next yeah, song on this album. Keep it going here. Syracuse. Uh, a bit of a low point for me. Um, there's, there's We're co- some disagreements. Okay, here. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this because um, actually, do I do remember this song? And I, it is a cool one. For for me, this song, it's it's building up really nicely. Where first we have this super minimal instrumentation with just this vocal line. Then we add in both voices in this little key part in the back. Then we get into uh, Zach singing an alternate melody line. Then, and then we get the single piano note. And we're two minutes in, drums pick up, and then it just drops and it does the same thing again. And I, I think this, when it drops out, it completely kills any momentum this song goes. Yeah. Yeah, I think fair. I, I think the song should just end there. Like I, I don't know why you need to play the same song for twice. me. For me, I think I think the song was. It's such a perfect song, but it's just placed in a weird spot of the album. I think it's not placed right S- where the album. Do you have a place to first put song, it? First song, first song. No, no, not a I, fan. first song, man. It's it, dude. Okay, well, actually, actually, this is album three. So, so this is me getting introduced to the band. So, this is me listening to the band for the first time, yeah. which is this is, was mean, this the album that was this, this a song rather that caught your attention, or this is the first. This was the first song that I was like. Oh, oh, caught caught my eye. Like it's got it's got catchiness. It's got it's got a driving. I'm a drummer, so it's got a driving beat the whole time. It keeps and and this this is the first time that like I love alternating harmonies and like just complete different words. Like people singing different things at different times. Like that is my and this is the first this is the first track where I was like. Oh it's shit! Oh well. oh shit! Yeah, they they do this like they actually because the first two you don't really get that where they're they're doing completely different. No, that's true. Different. And that, that is one of my favorite things about Pinback. So, be, as well. so being intro- introduced to Pinback from this album, like this song was, this is my second favorite. Second favorite on the album. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Second favorite. I honestly I have a really tough time with all like. So you're just not much of a favorite, least favorite album kind of guy. I mean. Yeah, there's like I've definitely thought about like my some of my favorites of all time, and it's just but even those I'm like I don't know, man. But yeah, I'm definitely like there's I know songs there's songs I like and songs that I like less, but I always find it hard. Like I had a friend just the other night asking me what one of my favorite songs was on an album, and I was like, fuck, I don't know. I like I, I was listening to the album recently, and it's uh, one we'll have in a another episode coming up. But uh, I, I realized I was like, fuck, I should know this, and I don't even. Okay, so we're so we're talking yet. about like songs on an album. You, yeah, yeah. You have favorite favorite albums though, and oh, yeah, I have like a yeah, little, no, but I, I don't I necessarily I don't necessarily wrong. have them like ranked either. Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah, like like Siamese Dream, one of my favorite albums of all time for sure. But you couldn't say what your favorite song is or on I couldn't that say album. what my most favorite album is I couldn't put one at the very top yeah and that's that's one thing I'm doing here is uh, for every for every episode I am going to have a favorite and least favorite song I said earlier Sandra yeah I'll definitely point out songs that I like yeah and, and I've also been trying to rate each songs out of five which I'm not giving those ratings because no one cares but um, it's it's even that I know five it, Colin Cox it, up it kind of <laughs> it 
definitely changes like depending on especially with this i always find that my listening changes with the seasons like you might like a heavy oh, yeah. song more in the winter right so so We've so that Victoria, can change the rainiest fucking city and yeah which, which is where uh <laughs> despite this album being called summer in abaddon it's it is not a well, summer did you look album. up what abaddon is i did and tell yeah so tell me I, I should have brought this up at the top too actually it's a biblical term this is what i got maybe you got something different i didn't research it too closely but it's it's essentially hell yeah that's basically what i got yeah it, it, a place of destruction, the realm of it's the from dead, the, the Hebrew, Hebrew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. summer in Ab- Abaddon very, is a pretty contradictory ironic. statement. Yeah, well, it's although like, it would be hot, you know, if you listen to the type of and I, I haven't listened to other albums, so it's tough to say if this is a pinback thing, but I, I'm guessing it is. It's they have that satirical. juxtaposed thing where it's like kind of happy music, like you know, it has, but then like you listen to the yeah. lyrics and it has this weird like. It's not, never happened. The yeah, lyrics it's never are actually always happened. about. That's, that's what yeah. I kind of get from. It's kind of poppy rock. music, right? Like it's, it's poppy it's instrumentation not, over with like, just these. I don't want to say dark lyrics, but it's it's a lot of like apathy in the lyrics. Yeah, I get the feeling, and like maybe this is presumptuous, but I get the feeling that he's just like, I want to write about happy-go-lucky things, but like and just inside, can't. inside, I'm like kind of this sad. Like I think he's a sad person writing about happy mixed with sad. Yeah, it's a tough call. I mean, that's very, very presumptuous. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I, I mean, I heard earlier said that the lyrics to "Sender" meant nothing, so we're <laughs> we're all presuming here. And that, and that's after I said it was the best song on the album. So I mean, I feel like rarely in 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 this kind of like in an indie rock or like any any kind of anyone who takes their writing seriously, I. I don't think there's any songs that just shit out their butthole. Like, I think, I think, and and maybe, yeah, context is completely gone to anybody else. Like, maybe they write something and it's like, context means nothing. Like, you won't even be able to figure out the context. Maybe those sort of songs, but like, I, I doubt. I guess, I guess my point is that, um, the lyrics would be sacrificed to fit a melody rather than melody being sacrificed. Like, the the lyrics do not come first, I don't think brings us to bloods on fire which is track four and uh this song was one that i've it's a little boring it's my my least favorite it's a bit of a slog but upon listening to this for for the purpose of this and really diving into the lyrics these are some these are some of the best lyrics on the album it's it's uh it's definitely a breakup song i think i mean i don't know it's i tried to find out his personal life you know like wikipedia will somehow say like if they have a fiance couldn't yeah. couldn't find anything there was a dedication to victoria crow on the album could be a mom i'm not sure okay. but we we he, he broke some... up with colin actually yeah <laughs> well it, then i hit him hard because this is some <laughs> yeah. just like some of these lyrics uh, sorry, it's it's not in the spark that's not in your eye like we used to talk. It, that's that's some darkness. It's it's not in the face you missed me there. Like it's it, it's super bitter almost. And and then the song ends with "Here's to the pranks we never pulled and never will." That 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 yeah, that is that is some of the best lyrics. Okay, like, I, I agree. I I looked at the lyrics on this song too, and it, I just. This song, I actually got the idea that could have been about like a friend who died. Yes, and and that's, and th- that's, that's th- 100% yeah. what I got. Th- yeah. So that's what I got the first time. But but looking cl- like it's not in the spark that's not in your eye like we used to talk. I mean, you would. I don't think you would. 
talk with a well, spark or, in someone's well, eye. It, and, well, you know, it, it's, maybe it's, if it was somebody like, that was just very, also, like, they also had could a, be a good, like, they were a friend that they completely lost. Like, that's what I got. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's a friend that left their life and it's never. And, like, what's the, isn't the first line, what's the first line of it? Do you remember? Uh, brain to head, what's that for? Okay, the next one's after that? Vein to vein, torn and sore. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I was like, was there like, Okay, so, like, like an overdose hard. or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like that's a hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's what. I so that about. that was my first reaction as well, and that's what I always thought was about because of the vein line. Yeah, but I mean, and and I guess the this speaks to the fact that maybe this is why you make intentionally vague songs. Uh, or or maybe I just have it wrong. It's, funny, well, like, no, that, it's a good thing you you bring that up. Like the fact that writing something that so many people can connect to in so many different ways is, is that's a, a huge, powerful it's, thing it's right? so yeah. powerful man like if you could think like this contextualizes it to my friend od'd or my girlfriend broke up me if you yeah. could do that in all those different points like that's and that's yeah pretty powerful. and and i think um i, I want to point out that the songs in seven four seven eight which is very rare in a indie pop setting uh, switches to six eight for the chorus, but I think that kind of start and stop, which the drum beat is also not a natural flowing drum beat. It's kind of it, it goes and stops, and I and I think that adds to and this might not even be intentional, but I think that adds to the lyrical content of like trying to get over something and you just kind of can't get out of the rut. I do find their drums in general though, like there's not a lot of. There's almost no variation ever. Yeah, they're not, yeah. there's not a lot of groove to them. There's yeah. a lot, you get, I get a sense that they were like probably quantized. Like, uh, well, it's, I think it's often a drum machine. Yeah, yeah. When it's not a drum machine that they were, but like even this is not a drum machine. Well, I mean, it could be drum samples, right? Like no, you can it's, have. It's, it's, I mean, like I'm not. I don't disagreeing with you, but I'm like it's hard to know for it. sure. <laughs> it's hard to know for sure. You know, yeah. like, but it if. Like, if not, I like, I didn't get, I'll say, like, there's a few songs where I'm like, yeah, it sounds like a drum machine. For the most part, I assume it's a drummer played it, but then it was snapped to a grid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the same thing as well. That's all I have on this one, though. It, Yeah, it's it's definitely one of the weaker songs I'll, I'll, for me. I'll give, I'll give my quick thoughts. I think, like like we said, the lyrics are so powerful. Yeah, I actually quite uh, like this song because of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Like, they stand out hands down over a lot of songs. And I, and I, I it, that's... That's not to say that any of the other songs are any slouches, because I think that there's a lot of great lyrics on this album. Um, but these ones definitely stood out. But it is uh, probably my least my least favorite track. Really? Yeah. yeah. Or or second least. Second least probably second. Least. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that you will have the same least favorite as me. It's 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 coming up in a little bit here. Uh, should we move on? Yeah, let's yeah. move on to the the single. Yeah, the single yeah. fortress. And. I, this I, they got that choice I mean, right. I think I said that earlier, but the, the, how would this oh, not huh, be the single? Yeah. This is the best single. Uh, I, I, if it, for anyone to, uh, if if they wanted to check out Pinback, I would check out the song, but I would not define them by the song because this has nothing to do with but, exactly how they are. Like I mean, it, it, it gives a brief example. Like I, I would assume that the song is by far the most YouTube hits, most oh, Spotify yeah, listens, and yeah. and sometimes you know, as as a fan of a band, you might go like. Oh yeah, that's your favorite. Well, I like the deeper cuts, but I think like this is one. Of the, <laughs> the whole this whole band is a deep but, cut, man. But, no, but this has yeah, this has millions of lists. Deep cut that your girl but, will make yeah. you remember fruit. Rip, the great, <laughs> the greater point that I was trying to make was that I think the song just eclipses that. Like I doubt there's anyone that thinks that because yeah. it's just that good of a song. The 
they have a chorus in a verse like uh, yeah 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 summer is already winter with you yeah right, i actually got the line wrong there but uh and, and like, the melody and the pitch yeah everything was wrong but it's just comes out of nowhere after all the instruments drop out going back into the second verse there's it's just so well crafted you could not craft the song any better it's it's perfectly designed but you you got some hesitation yeah cuz when i was listening to this album and i was like doing my google searches and seeing what i could dig up on it and like you know yeah like this was the song that everybody talked about and like i remember i think i was listening to it like as i was turning that up and like okay like obviously the chorus like it's sick so yeah like it's actually it's probably the only part that i feel like has a a kind of groove to it in the album. Like a lot of the brunt. Oh, see, this one sounds like the most synthetic drums to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, and this I, is, this I, drum machine. Love, love but the drum But it's the vocals beat. that give the groove there. It's not oh, the drums. You know what I mean? It's and like, and yeah. also in the in the chorus, there's also like this is Rob is not, he's not going to bust out a soul. I don't think there's a single guitar solo on this album. But his playing is this, so this, good. This, like the melody of like the... Da, 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 yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's so good. Like, there doesn't need to be a solo because that drives the wackiest, coolest melody. Yeah, and and and, and Zach, his bass line is kind of hidden in the chorus, but it's an incredibly good bass line. Yeah, it's a, I will say it's a groovy song and I understand why it's the single. I do, because like that chorus, it's fucking catchy. The, the vocal should be higher for sure. Like hearing it, I'm like, why isn't that stop like right up there? Like stop. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, probably because Zach mixed it and he wants everyone to hear his sick bass line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. It's also 1994, just an indie band doing their their own... 2004. This, I think this one got picked up in a show, too. I think it was in the OC as well, actually. Yes, it was. I, I saw that as well. But it was also the... Shout out to the... Yeah, shout out to the... Yeah, Seth Cohen's got some good musical tastes, for sure. Well, there was a big thing because it's from San Diego, right? Pinback's a San Diego band. So it's from that kind of California. Yeah, that's true too. It's yeah, very yeah, yeah. and and like us also living band, on the Pacific Colin Ocean. Will have one of those albums in there. Oh yeah, Death Cab will come <laughs> up soon. Um, with us also sharing the Pacific Ocean with San Diego, like maybe that's part of the reason I can relate to this music more because it's it's very much like you're Super you're West sitting Coast on the vibe. you're yeah. sitting on the rocks on Super a windy West day Coast overlooking vibe, yeah. the ocean. It's so this isn't related to this album or this song rather, but uh, something I did think was interesting i don't know if you guys are familiar with drive like jua i'm not they're like a pretty heavy pretty sweet nine like hardcore 90s band from san diego and like completely different musically from these guys yeah. but they've done a lot of stuff together oh, really? yeah like uh oh, wow. i think it's rob played has played with drive like jua and a guy from drive like jua has played with pinback goblin cox <laughs> it was an interesting i was like as like i saw drive like jua a few years ago and I was trying to figure out if on that tour I actually saw Rob come out oh, and play yeah, with them yeah, because yeah. he did on a couple he's, of those He's tours. usually got a big beard, so you probably wouldn't yeah. remember. Well, that. and I wasn't—I didn't know Pinback at the time yeah. really, and I definitely didn't know, wouldn't have known what he looked like. Yeah, but yeah, Drive Like Jew, another six San Diego band, so they've got something going on. Should we move on next song? Yeah, we're, we're already. Yeah, we're already here. This red book. Sorry, doing Miles's job here. Yeah. <laughs> this How's this that? to me is the weakest song on the album. It's 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 a slog to me. It's Really? Honestly, yeah. it, was, it was such a weak song that I forgot to <laughs> Yeah, it's to me there's nothing here. It's it's yeah. this drum beat is just like it just has Hon no momentum. Honestly, to it at my, all. my thoughts is just like cut the song in half, no lyrics, make it a, a, an instrumental or Get like somebody to rap over it. No, no, just an interlude. Like just this boring oh, like, yeah, yeah. nonchalant like It's just like when when 
like the fear when you would tell someone to listen to a band like this would be that it's boring and and i think this song highlights it like even even the bridge like that's a good point i think you hit the nail on the head like oh man i don't like the bridge in this at all yeah it's 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 a little whiny to be honest I, i know what you mean and I, is, I was reading the lyrics yeah. to try to get something from it, yeah, and nothing. I, I don't know what it means. It, it didn't it didn't strike right, a chord with me. That's for sure. So I just yeah. This gets the call and thumbs down of the album. Unfortunately, Trev, Trev, why don't you tell us about these this next song here? Soaked. I really like this song. Uh, I could see if people don't. Uh, I think it's such a killer bassline, and. There's the single note piano once again. When the drums come in, it's like this really crisp drum fill into a, like as upbeat as it gets with this band. And they have these little like radio voice like you're hearing something yeah, over an intercom. Right. These yeah. pop up a lot in Pinback's earlier stuff. There's a couple here. And it just adds to the mood that the song sets. I think this is it's just a sad song. I, I without being even, even them playing live i remember there would be like they like slow down a song and then the drummer would hit a, a oh he's got like the sample yeah, on he, it. yeah. He hit a sample and it would it would drive the rest of the song like in perfect metronome but like that i thought that was like weird that they actually did that live it can be a pretty cool thing live yeah, yeah. but like this this song kind of highlights my fear of of talking about this album because i just think it's a really good song and i don't know why I think it just sounds really pleasing. It's 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 kind of depressing, but it's it's also not. It's it's just a tough one. I'm I'm interested. Like, what are your guys' thoughts on this, Trevor? You know, it's funny when reading about Pinback. First of all, like they're big sci-fi fans. At least I think Rob is a big the sci-fi band fan. Band name is some like cult sci-fi. Yeah, movie. like Dark it's, Star. It, right? There was yeah. So I think I said almost the same thing earlier, but their their kind of style is like. They lay down sort of a bed. It kind of uh, like shifts and changes, but it doesn't like change super drastically. No, at any it's like point. a water bed. Like no matter which way totally. you roll on it, yeah, it's something different. It's but then they have these else. little nuggets in it of like sometimes they're little uh, sound effects or little drum yeah. kind of I don't know drum hits or like like sampled somebody, sounds or in this somebody put something wrong in the water bed. Yeah, like then there's the, like <laughs> there's not. It. It's sort of like this level of and right now like you know. In school, I'm learning about fucking 20th century music that's all about indeterminacy. And so, like, in this weird way, I can't help but be like, you know, there is an indeterminate factor in this song. And I think that's what makes it interesting is, like, it has these little nuggets in it that aren't repeated. It has this yeah. little sample that it doesn't happen again. And then, like, it's not like it happens in the same place every, every time. Like, it's just like... So I think that's part of what keeps the listener engaged. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, it's tough. Like, an, an album like this, I think it's really easy... And like I almost fell into this same pitfall to like write it off quickly if you're not in the right mood for it. Yeah. You just listen to it, you're like, oh, it's slow, you know. Totally mood dependent. Yeah, like, but when you really give it the time to listen to it, you realize like, you know, a lot of thought was put into this this mm-hmm. stuff. And like everything is really, like you said earlier, played to the song. And I think that's I do like I don't know if it's the chorus or the uh, bridge in this when they it was it's sort of like a chorusy vocal like you don't want to like like the first bit of it and then it's just like something hits you in the face with like the chorus or the bridge it's just like oh this hits me in the face yeah it's pretty early I think it might have been the bridge yeah I just I wish that this song just 
was there instead of the red book. Yeah, and, and like this would have been perfect transition. Just out take of the red book out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this would have been. I mean, that makes it a nine-song album, which is is pretty short. I, I can see why. Have they, you guys listened to the bonus? Track? There are two bonus tracks. We could talk about them at the end, I, maybe. I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to go into them yeah. too. In I mean, deep. I'm I'm happy, Miles. I don't know if you have anything to say about Soaked, but no, I think... no, no. That that's all. Oh, I I love this song. I think it's great. I wish it was there instead of the yeah. red book. The red yeah. book could be deleted. Yeah, from and this album. and I was gonna say that that I. Scent is one of the bonus tracks. Yeah. I find that much stronger let's, than this let's red book. Let's uh, take this to my favorite song, 3XO. Is it, is it your guys? <laughs> well, my favorite I song love... was Sender, but I think this is one of the best bass lines this I've ever heard. I honestly, honestly, I think Non Photo like... Blue is my favorite song. This is this is the epitome of Pinback for me. This is this is the epitome. If I if I tell people to listen to Pinback, this is the song I list. I tell them to listen to because I think that the the overlapping lyrics, the Cool, funky bass line. Yeah, this, driving this bass the melody. line is incredible. So good. You don't even notice there's a guitar in this. Yeah, it just and then all. it comes in with just with with his with his voice with his vocal melody just comes in, and like you don't you barely recognize it there. I think this is the epitome of pinback. And, and I, I would, this is my favorite. Song. I would I agree it. with that. It it builds and builds. It brings in the single note melody, piano for the chorus where Zach starts singing in a higher register, like I said earlier, the Into the Subspots we vanish away and just like that held note is so perfect. Yeah. I think the outro, I mean, the the first so, couple minutes are perfect. It's so, so how, hard how, to... How about, how about, what do you think of this song later in the album though? Like towards the end like where it's I like, think it's perfectly it placed I think it's, it's absolutely perfectly placed yeah Cause, and, cause and we'll, I, I we'll get there like but a, I, it's an uplifting uh, bridge outro like I think that like we'll, I think that we'll, could be close to the we'll get to AFK soon but that's I think has there, to be I, the closer for me I, I just think this one ahead of yellow uh, oh yeah I'm I don't I think want to get to too ahead one. of ourselves, but I'm not a big yellow. The yellow one. Yeah, we can. And, and well, let's just go there. I mean, yeah. the, three times zero. <laughs> unless you want, unless either you want to talk about the song title, no, I, which I has got to be the most nonsensical thing on this album, yeah, having yeah. a song called Three Times Zero. But uh, <laughs> I, I just think the yellow ones and the red book could could go. So so I uh, we can just go right into the yellow ones then because um, yeah. this is another one like Soaked, where for whatever reason it connects with me. But yeah, I mean, it's just a super simple piano part. Uh, what I really like about this song is that um, it has like almost a verse of, I think it's Rob uh, speaking some distorted radio tone again. It's headed towards the village. And, oh, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. I, I think it really works in the song. And I also totally, think yeah. three times zero is such a, like, it's got this epic buildup. It's so happy. AFK is such a perfect closer and it starts off with this upbeat. The transition from this song into AFK is really good and, and yeah, I think it's yeah, worth I'll it for that, that alone. But I mean, it's like I say, I could if someone said the song's boring, I'll probably agree with you. Like, uh, Trav, what do you think? You know, the part I like about the song is, yeah, like the, I feel my yeah. head. And like that, I think that's a sweet little kind of riff they have. Other than that, like, but that's the kind of thing that keeps me wanting to listen to the song. It's, like, it's something, it's super simple. And I don't know what it is, but it's a little bit like catchy. And the rest of it, I'm like. Also, ah. I, there, there's some piano thing where I was like, do, 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 do. Yeah, that's in the chorus. Like, that's, that's super cool. Like, it's, it's, it's it like, it, I don't know. It's like, it's like a down, it's like a down song. You feel depressed, but then that, that one piece of the piano uplifts you a little bit. Like, it, it makes you feel like hope. 
for whatever weird and ass I think, reason. I think this, uh, I didn't do any kind of chord analysis or anything like that on this album, but I would say the chorus, the chord that hits at the start of the chorus is the most unexpected chord change totally. in the album. Oh, and, they've got and some that's dissonance in here for sure. Yeah. yeah. And and that's that's another reason I like the song because it's 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 wandering a bit. But uh, now that yeah, I listen to I, it, I want to change my name. <laughs> 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 not, not that way. Well, and that's what's that's what that's. I mean, that's kind of the point of this podcast, yeah. isn't it? That like, not only can I share music with you two, but anyone and, that's and listening, and, and yeah. maybe point out yeah. why I like something so much, and maybe convert you into liking the same. Well, like, it's stuff interesting because like there is songs like actually, and this is one of them. I remember when I was listening through the album, I was like, yeah, it's all right, right? And then like when you come back, like and even then, I was trying to, I was really, you know, I was doing critical listening. I'd listened to it a couple times. It wasn't my first listen. And uh, then coming back to it here, where you really it was your second listen. <laughs> you really, uh, you like when you start discussing it with other people, and you're like, you know, they start talking about the things they like about it, and you're like, you know what, like, yeah, it's a good point. You know, yeah, I, I kind of like that too. It yeah, does. Totally, it yeah. does change your perspective. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I mean, overall, I, I don't think any of us are clamoring to. I, this is not making it into I, a mixtape you're making for pinback. No, you know this what, isn't though, making you know the best no, of pinback that, playlist. I, I do feel. Like at first I hated the song. I do feel like <laughs> I, I, I okay, I didn't hate it. I I disliked it. But, but it was upon upon the second listen, uh I loved how it changes from verse transitions into chorus and it just like it ma- it makes you feel like this does nothing for me. It's just the verse part I yeah. feel in my head, which actually Trevor highlighted as what he liked the yeah, best. Yeah, I do I do like yeah. it. It's like a catchy little It's over and over like a headache, like it hit me. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but I the transition from that into the choruses that hits me so and speaking of transitions not only will i transition into speaking about afk but also speaking about the transition from the piano of the yellow ones fading out into this radio, radio garbling yeah. stuff into afk then uh <laughs> it starts off with like the hardest hitting drums you hear on the album and this is definitely the heaviest song on the album this is my second favorite um, song and this to me I love it. is, I love um, it. and one thing that happens near the end of the song is um, the vocals are dope too. That's right, I remember this song. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> this is um, this is the one of the phasing, best songs on the album yeah. for sure for me. Um, the verses are pretty like early emo to me. It's like kind of punky oh, it's almost. Like, yeah. Okay, so sure. this song is the only song where I can even remotely hear a little drive like Jua, like when this, like when he starts kind of like yelling. Like, well, you like you love the aggressive vocals like oh, this, I am, right? I'm yeah. a fan of the aggressive vocals when they're done. And like, you know, like obviously drive like Jua, they're fucking heavy. Like, they're like early 90s hardcore. But like when I heard about that connection, I was like, okay, yeah, okay, fair enough. They're both top-notch musicians in San Diego. It's not that crazy that they know each other and have played together. But uh, I don't know. It was just a cool thing to think about. And then like hearing this song when it came on, I was, like, I was like, okay, I can maybe hear a little bit of influence. Like if you guys are roaming in the same circles and stuff. Like For me, this is like as, as a drummer... You don't like this album. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, as a drummer, this is the, this is the song that like drums drive the whole song. Like, yeah. Tell me, the drums tell, are hard hitting. T- yeah. Tell me, like, not in the chorus part necessarily, or the bridge part, but like the verse part, like the tom part. Yeah, the tom part. Tell me what the other in- instruments are playing. You wouldn't even know. No, it's you're, it's, you're it's, so taken it's a by strange the, the, bass riff. Because it's, yeah, this whole al- the that, that's that's the whole thing. This whole album, you've gotten calmness and like just. I mean, this Drum is still pretty calm, and, and, though. Yeah, I, well, I know. We I know, all have the, this bridge bit in our ears, which again is just 
what number six or seven of the but most I, I, beautiful I'm bass riffs. I'm talking with the toms in your face. Like this, this is yeah, the first time. Yeah. This is the first time the drums hit you in the face. Like yeah. for me. This is the first time the drums hit you like this. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. It smacks you in the This face. is the thing, though. Like, I feel like if this was mixed by a professional mixing engineer, these drums would be, like, hitting you in the chest, yeah. right? Like, yeah. the compression, it would, they would be, like, thumping. And you can, I almost feel like, but, you, and, but like, maybe they didn't want that. I was going to say, do you, like, this yeah, is, I, like you I, said, I it's a bedroom is, yeah, album. Is, it's their, recorded their, their in style, a bedroom. Which I, I think it's yeah. so unique. Like, I think, I think it, this has so many, this has so many, bits and pieces of 2000s music but like yeah. they definitely paved their own way like in terms yeah, of style and they, and they stay true to it like throughout all their works all, all their albums yeah i don't think anyone's same. accusing pinback is selling out that's no, no 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 that, that's what i'm saying like if you want if you want to listen to a band that stays the same their whole uh longevity listen to this because pinback yeah. is for sure that band that does not stray away from what they believe in. So and and I just want to highlight the outro of this song being, I think, the high point of the album. Super to be cool. honest, super, it's super it's cool. Yeah, just beautiful melodic bassline. I would and yeah. for those of you, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference this a lot in our podcast, but this is a Sea Sarge riff. Sea Sarge being oh, our, I wish our, I, I wish I could come Sarge up with this. Colin on the uh, Colin yeah, Sargent. No, this is I think anyone that plays bass would want to come up with this. Do 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 do, and it's oh, yeah. it's. Amazing. I definitely dig a melodic bass line, like and, you know. And, and there's something to be said about knowing your role in a band, I guess you could say. And like when you're when you're a bass player that knows how to hold down the groove, like fuck, like that's deadly. Well, how, right? yeah. But, I mean, if if you're Zach and you're this good at bass, you just make your own band. Tell the guitar player to play like single notes every five seconds, and you have pinback. I just like I, I want to highlight a couple of lyrics at the end of this. It, it, I, I absolutely love the line at miles and miles of telephone poles. I can't it, talk to you anymore. My, and I it has my you. name in it twice. Yeah, that's exactly why. <laughs> it's just like throughout all of their lyrics, it's like this very practical, like practical but profound almost. Just like it's like it, it, if there's all these telephone poles, why can't I talk to you? It's just like it's such like a matter-of-fact observation that's that's so interesting it's just the average person speaking his thoughts in deep metaphors but it's 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 not even a metaphor it's just like an observation and a connection to that observation yeah i i this album particularly makes me appreciate the last part of the song is just like I could shed a tear. Yeah, yeah, it definitely tugs the heartstrings for sure. And I'm not sure if if you guys are aware of who Slint are. I know I wasn't before listening to Pinback. So the the album closes, and I miss That's you. Right. Not yeah, in a yeah. Slint way, but I miss you. And Slint has a, so there's a song called "Good Morning Captain" by Slint, and that song ends with the Slint vocalist yelling. I miss you, but it's it's like loud and angry, wow. and this is more like yeah. I, I guess I miss you. I'm not like, I'm not that uh, angry about it, but I I just yeah. kind of miss you, and it's that's pretty that's pretty. Damn. It's sent and, to and San Diego way, band like, as well. And and what a way to not only end an album, but like often I find some sort of reference like that can be force. Yeah, it can sound forced. It can sound out of place, but that it just works. It, like so, they, it just they, works. How many people do you think they got that with? Like, well, how many people do like Slint's like probably happy? I bet you a lot of people. Oh yeah, I know, well, but I, I, but they probably did that just because it meant something to well, them. They, they well, because they they probably Slint when they're yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is this is nothing about like oh I wonder who's gonna fucking recognize this shit. Like, yeah, no, it's just meant meant something them, to them. And that's that's why, genuine. Yeah. That's that's crazy. I like that. That's cool. So yeah, over. I guess we can talk about overall thoughts. Like I say, this is one of my top five favorite albums ever it's i think it's just so 
enjoyable on the surface, but also when you dig deeper, you you find so much intricacies like Trevor was talking about earlier. And I'm um, interested to hear if if you guys are you know keeping this in your Spotify, Apple Music libraries. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, as I sort of touched on earlier, it's definitely one of those albums. And I, I get this a lot with um, one of my favorite singer-songwriters and artists of all time, Elliot Smith, is... Mm. When I, the more I listen to it, the more I find things about it that I like. And like the first time I listened to it, I was sort of like, I, you know, I didn't write it off, but I wasn't like, it didn't fully pull me in either. Yeah. And then it wasn't until like going you didn't back grasp to it. what it meant to you. Yeah. 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 I didn't know. And I wasn't quite sure. And then like going back to it and listening to it again, like, I think it does grow on you a lot. And I think that's like a sign of a good album. Like there's lots of stuff out there that you hear once. And like you like immediately, and then like you know, in a year you're like, yeah, give it or take it or leave it, right? But I think those records that you put on, and like maybe you don't love it at first, but then like after listening to it a couple times, you're like, actually, this is wicked, and you listen to it for the rest of your life yeah. because it's just like I, a I solid definitely album. have an album in yeah. mind that that I'll be bringing to this podcast at some point that fits my definition for that, and 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 also we better be doing Elliot Smith at some point. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be <laughs> yeah. I'll be digging out an Elliot Smith album for I'll sure, that and lots more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I've got Miles, a few what are, in mind. Miles, what are your overall thoughts here? My overall thoughts, uh, to be general and vague, I, I, I'm going to be the general and vague opinion, like for the for the crowd who is not super technical in mixing or like uh, lyrics and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hear it. General I'm a drummer, and vague. all right. I'm a drummer. I put two sticks in my hand and bang things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that uh I think that this album is if you want to get into pinback this is the first album you should listen to. I've heard I've I've listened to all the other albums. This is the one that caught my attention. Um I think that there's certain songs you definitely get what pinback is like for, for instance uh Syracuse Sender 3XO, like all those, you're, you're getting exactly what Pinback's going to give to you album after album. Um, I think that without The Red Book and Soaked, this album would be untouchable. Like, like really, really, really fucking well, good. Because it wouldn't exist. <laughs> There's no... Uh, I thought so. uh, no, Soaked no. was solid, I thought. No, I, I, I think that it could go without those two songs. I think the transition from Fortress into 3XO would have been great. Oh, no, oh. No, no, you're yeah, getting yeah, confused. No, no, I think the yellow confused. ones is the one yellow you know, ones. Yeah, the yellow ones and the red, the ones that start with the, just erase those. Well, uh, except this red book. <laughs> shut up, man. With the, 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 with the, so. the th sound. Anyways, uh, yeah, I love this album though. I would give it a, let's go out a fifteen. I give this a twelve point seven five. I think that's a pretty fair rating. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to put mine to a number, but <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely, I'm going to keep this in my library and probably download it on my phone so I can listen to it on the go. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. Colin, what's, where do you, uh, I guess, I mean, you're definitely a yeah, fan. Yeah, I think, I think the well is pretty dry for me on this one. Yeah. I think it's, it's a excellent mid 2000 indie rock album. Totally. All right, Miles, you want to sign us off here? Well, if you can do my job for me, then yeah. <laughs> this has been the second listen. I hope you give it a second listen because this is great. I'm here with uh, Trevor, nah, man, and Colin Sargent and myself, Miles Franklin, here to sign off. Uh, check out anything else that we do. It'll be on all those platforms. Spotify. All the platforms. Yeah, yeah. 
and uh, just search everything. If you don't find it, it'll be on the next one. (laughs) Stay tuned for the next episode of the second listen. The second listen.